Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your teen. On today's episode, Mark Gregston shares a personal devotional to help you as you walk through life with your teen. Let's hear what Mark has to say. A few weeks ago, uh, I received an email uh, from one of our listeners that said, you know, I found this. I, I, I find your stuff very helpful, and I, and I love what you have to say. Uh, at the same time, I don't hear you talking about Jesus much. And when you interview the kids, why don't you ever ask them what the Lord's doing in their life? Or they never share about what the Lord is doing in their life. And and um, and so I went to your um, your website, and I and I, I didn't see Jesus' name as much as I would hope that it would have been there. <laughs> so so you know, it, it's interesting to me that the the qualification sometimes that we place on other people. Um, to be who we want them to be um, so that we get the feeling from them that um, that they're doing what we expect them to be doing. Um, it's interesting to me that the criticalness of people sometimes ha- is, is not um, ill-intentioned, but it does happen. And I fear that many parents do that as well. I haven't met any parent that has said, I would love to be critical of my child. I would love to not have a relationship. I would love to push them away from me. I would love to discourage them. I would love to uh, not get along with them. I would love to have a mean message. I would love to nag my child. I would love to correct them all the time. I have never heard a parent say any of those things, but yet I see parents doing it all the time. And my point of it is, is that that somewhere along the line that there has got to be the the opportunity for us to realize that some of our most well-intentioned things aren't coming across real well. And, and we get stuck in always sharing words rather than displaying the actions that, that, that shout, I love you and I desire to have a relationship with you and I think the world of you and I want the best for you. It's interesting to me that 1 John 3, 8 says, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. That there's something about what we do that trumps what we say. And, and you and I say that all the time, don't we? We say it's, you know, your, your actions speak louder than what? It's not what you say, it's what you do. Theodore Roosevelt, who is our 26th president, said this. He said, knowing what's right doesn't mean much unless you do what's right. There is something about taking what we say and putting it into practice. And it's interesting to me that that um, what happens is we rely on words where we say, you're not saying the right things. You're not, I don't hear the right things. And we don't look at what our kids are doing. 
I, you, you know me. I, I, I teach um, uh, parenting seminars, but more than that, I want to move people into a training mode, which means that instead of, you know, teaching up a child, you're training up a child, which means you make the shift from words to all about actions. You move from talking to modeling. You move from words to those actions. It's not what you say. It's what you do. It's a way to say, I'm going to take the truth and build it into your life so it comes out as integrity. And so my point of it is this, is that sometimes I feel like we as parents and grandparents get caught into always having to teach lessons all the time rather than showing our kids or our grandkids how we're to engage with one another. Um, you know, it's we get more out of, of telling what's wrong rather than sharing what's right. Um, I think we ought to be spending more time with a sense of encouragement than with a sense of discouragement. Um, and I also think that many of us place expectations on someone so they can meet our needs rather than trying to figure out how to meet their needs. And, and I think there's something about the balance of life. You know, for someone to be critical of me interviewing kids and saying they don't share anything about the Lord, because I don't put something in a child's mouth to say, I am trying to draw whatever is in their heart out. And so if they don't talk about their relationship with Christ, um, then that doesn't mean they're not a Christian, nor does it mean they have not had an experience with Christ. If you listen to all our interviews long enough, you'll hear where kids have committed their life to the Lord, where they've been baptized, where they have seen what God has put them through, how God has rescued them from the mess that they've been in, um, how they've been saved. I mean, you will hear that over and over it's hardly indicative to say that that the presence of Christ isn't in what we do in interviews of kids because you don't hear those words coming out of a child's mouth any more than when you don't mention Christ in a conversation that I would think that you're not a Christian. So, so my point of it is, is one, hear this, moms and dads, sometimes our criticalness— is interpreted, and it ruins relationships. You know, I don't know why I can't get this email off my mind. And somebody would say, well, God's convicting you. No, not at all. God is reassuring me that, that it, everything doesn't have to be spoken. It has to be lived out in some way. And so I would tell you that spirituality is not something that I do, but it is something that I am because of Christ who dwells in me. And so there's a part, so everything I do, you know, is, is an expression of that relationship with Christ. Are you following me on this? Now, I'm not saying that we should never talk about Christ. I do. I'm not saying we should never have those deep spiritual conversations. I do. 
But when you're dealing with a group of kids that have begun to reject the very thing that you believe in the most, and they've rejected it because they want to take control of their life and show you that they have control, there's a, there's a part of it where I go, okay, what I need to do is engage differently. What I've realized is it's just not telling them words anymore. It's engaging with them in such a way that, that I am showing them, I am showing them truly by a life, by a living example of what I've been talking about for so long. And it's the same concept that the Word became flesh and dwelt among us, that God spoke into existence these things. Are you following me? And so my point would be this, is that you think that it's your words that, that mean so much, when really it's your actions. And let me say this, your message will never speak louder or be heard by more people than when your actions and your attitudes reflect the biblical principles that you hold dear to your heart when they are displayed in a way um, that you lead your life. It is by your example. It is not by your words. And so to answer that you know the 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 person who says why isn't it just why don't we hear this more and more and more I would go don't measure don't measure all that by what you hear measure by what you see and what you see and as you dig a little bit further maybe a little bit more depth if I'm waiting to hear this from my kids then I may be disappointed but at the same time I want parents to understand it's not what you say anymore when your kids enter the teen years. It's what you do. Because those actions that you show speak louder, speak louder than the words you can ever speak. Your message will never speak louder or be heard by more people than when your actions and your attitudes reflect the biblical principles that you hold dear to your heart when they are displayed in the way that you lead your life. Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit parentingtodaysteens.org, heartlightministries.org, or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.